Welcome into Paydirt Sports. Will Dunnan and Seth Coggin in here with you on this December 4th night. Big news. That's all I can really say. Uh, we are at the end of the season. And honestly, the past like 48-ish, well, yeah, 48, 72, whatever you want to call it, since the conference championship games happened. And up until the playoff was announced, bowl games were announced. This has been... Transfer portal's been going nuts. This has been some of the most exciting hours, days of the season, honestly. Um, not that I don't obviously love every week of the college football season, but it is just so hectic and so chaotic when we get to this point. And because we had so many good teams and worthy playoff contenders, national championship contenders, I mean, this is the this is the most competitive year of the playoff. I think we can agree on that. Would you agree with that? Oh, for the playoff race? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, com- competitive is one thing, but actually high-level competitive, like not just competitive. There's been several years where it's like, well, a couple teams, like, you know, someone might even almost have two losses or just, you know, someone there, – there's quite a few – a muddle of pretty good teams. There was a legitimate case for a lot of a lot of high-level programs um, that were kind of in – there was six legitimate teams – Actually, you know what? I would say, yeah, six six legitimate teams that I say could have even now said we should we should have been one of the top four teams. Um, I'm leaving out Ohio State. I just don't think they have a ton of like they only have one loss, but they also don't have a lot of seriously impressive wins. Um, and no conference championship. No, didn't even appear in the conference championship game. So I would kind of leave them out of that. But I mean, Georgia a one loss team who's won who had won 29 straight games who had won two straight national championships. They lose one game by three points and they're out like that's great. That, that's crazy. I mean, last year you saw a TCU team uh, who was undefeated. They lost the big 12 championship and still made the playoff and that's TCU. So like the playoff, just high level stuff, um, was was legit this year and no one really faltered down the stretch you almost kind of kept expecting it to work itself out like okay you know i even to the last like to the last go back to clip last monday like i thought it was probably likely that at least like florida state or texas might lose or something like that like it would it it would really work itself out in terms of who made it um but it just it didn't um florida state won albeit very unimpressively, but still a win. Um, and it hurts, too, that, like, and we'll get in deeper into um, kind of the, the Florida State direct argument. But, yeah, this is, I mean, a truly unprecedented, now the playoffs only been around 10 years, but a truly unprecedented kind of event happening here with a ACC, like not not the Mountain West, not, not the A-Sun or not Conference USA, uh, the ACC having an undefeated, champion in florida state and they don't even make the playoff and that's florida state i mean that's a serious brand now nationally they have not been quite as relevant over the last you know 10 years since they won a national championship um in 2013 but um still just a like a huge national brand going undefeated like that's almost unfeasible to think that florida state could go undefeated um, but the way it just kind of shaked out or sh- shook out the way it shaked the way it shook down uh it just that's how it worked out 
Well, um, think about it at the beginning of the season. If you said, hey, Florida State's got LSU, Florida, Clemson on the schedule. They're going to go undefeated, and they're going to not make the playoff. If you said that at the very beginning of the season. Now, obviously, we saw a few things shake out. Like you just said, you know, Clemson ended up not being great. Florida wasn't great. LSU was still solid, and Florida State really crushed them. So, um, but just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of wild. Yeah, it was the perfect storm that ended up coming to pass um, to, to leave them out. And it was even more bizarre because of a few things. Um, so Alabama, one loss Alabama, they go out, they go undefeated in the SEC West, they win the SEC, they beat Georgia. Um, and so although technically it's based on year-to-year results, like it's only based on this, you cannot disregard the weight that Alabama pulls in college football. Like, because they have been the standard for excellence over the last 15 years or 16 years, you cannot disregard kind of the importance that, or just literally the weight and the position that they hold in college football. So a one loss Alabama SEC champion was not getting left out of the playoff. And it puts you in a really tricky position because their only loss was to Texas. So if you put Alabama in, you have to put Texas in because Texas beat Alabama head to head on the road. So Texas had the win in Bryant Denny, which is the most impressive win. Uh, I would say the two most impressive wins this year in college mm-hmm. football, which matter to me. These the, like these are the things that matter to me is Texas beating Alabama on the road because that just ha- that just doesn't happen very often um and then Alabama beating Georgia uh in the championship. So those are the two most impressive victories to me. And so Alabama had one and Texas had one. So Alabama being a lock almost back backslid Texas into being a lock. And you couldn't put Texas behind Alabama even. So that's how it even worked out as all right. Texas Texas helped themselves too by dominating their conference championship game too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they they've looked very strong. They've played, you know, they've had some slip they've had some pretty mediocre second halves of some games, but they are already kind of blowing people out. Um, you know, nothing too nothing too crazy there. Um, yeah, they've certainly earned a spot in the playoff. But if you were putting Texas versus Florida State, I think you have a lot better reasoning to put Florida state in. But if you're putting Florida state versus Bama, you're almost universally going to pick Alabama, but you couldn't pick Alabama without having Texas. So Alabama going undefeated helped Texas out so much in just have making their argument. Um, yeah. They were in like, by almost by default. Yeah. Cause as if, as I, they, if yeah. I mean, it was yeah, correct. They that had worked one out. Per- loss. I mean, th- that worked out perfect for them, is because they beat Bama, and then Bama's the on- Bama would be the one that they'd be kind of head and head against. You know what's interesting? You say that. So okay, let's let's say Bama would have had two losses, and they they decide, but they but they win the SEC. They they decide to keep Bama out with the two losses. 
But do you think they throw in like, hey, you know what? We're going to throw Ohio State in because the only loss they have is close to Michigan. Or do you think they still put Texas in? Over, I still think if Bama was a two-loss champion, so they beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. They would have had to have another loss somewhere. I think the SEC gets held out in that case. No, I know. I I'm think asking it's more you, like, does Florida, like, what I'm asking is, because I, I think if that happens, Florida State's in. um, And Texas is in. I think Texas would still be in. Yeah. Okay. I do. I don't think they would put Ohio State a non-champ one loss. Yeah. When you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think. I mean, you know, it's a worthy thing to think. I'm thinking of different scenarios. But anyway, so said you and me are we're on the same page. These were these were our four. I don't know if we announced them last week, but we at least when when things were breaking down on Saturday, you yeah. and me were in agreement. These were our four. Yeah, well, but well before the committee came out, we established. Yes. They may have listened to us. We don't really know. We may be the barometer um, for kind of what they consider logical in college football. Um, we're not always directly aligned, but they did seem to. You know, we put our rankings out first um, before the committee, and they followed us. So, <laughs> I mean, you say, you know, you you say who's following who. Well, and what? So what? I mentioned to Seth about tonight what we could do is and we'll get into some other stuff as well but just I mean obviously playoff is number 1 right now that's number 1 uh topic of discussion since we're in agreement on Bama and I think that's the I think that is the argument if you're arguing Florida State you're saying Florida State should be in Bama should not I'm going to have Seth just kind of give his reasons for putting in Bama, or we'll do a little back and forth, but I want to hear kind of the argument. And then I'm going to play devil's advocate basically for Florida State just because I have heard some great arguments for Florida State these past 24 hours. And this is what I told Seth before we started recording. I think I'm almost at the point where I agree with him, but I still am just like, I still am of sound mind that Bama is the better team. However... We'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But yeah, Seth, just give me some of your yeah. reasons for so, putting Bama in over Florida State, and I'll see if I can. This is very it's it's multifaceted. Why Bama was the correct choice? Um, it is it is. Let's start with just some real human logic here. Um, the video has been circulating of Michigan football team families and staff personnel. I, I don't know who all was in the room. Uh, getting the news that uh, Alabama was to be their opponent, getting the news that Alabama was ranked fourth. Um, and that did not sound like a, you know, extremely thrilled room. And if you just look at it, if we if we're trying to get the four best teams, if we're trying to get the absolute best playoff, if you're Michigan, who who threatens you more at this point in the season? Who is who is more of a threat to beat you? Is it this version of the Alabama team? Uh, the, ver the, the Alabama team that just beat Georgia for the first time in 30 games? Is it that Alabama team? Or is it a Florida State team who is, I hate to say it, but limping into the finish 
Um, not looking as impressive as they did with their starting quarterback, who was not just a game manager. He, he was a star player. Now, is he a true world beater that changes everything? Maybe not. But he was up, an upgrade, a serious upgrade over their backup situation. Um, he could do things. And the answer, it's may it may be my deep my SEC bias, um, but SEC bias is built on reality. There have been nine college football playoffs. There's been nine so far. This is the tenth. The SEC has won six. Alabama has won three of those. Georgia has won two, and LSU has won one. The other two schools to win are Clemson, who has won two, and Ohio State, who won the very first college football playoff as a four seed, mind you, um, which is a funny way that they broke in the playoff with the four seed winning. Just awesome. That right out of the gates, you you saw the four seed win, and it has happened one other time with Alabama. Um, they were a four seed who beat uh, – that's when they beat Georgia. Um, anyway, so that's my, kind of my first off the top argument. Okay. Seriously, who, who, who has a better chance of beating Michigan? The, the team is Alabama. I hesitate to use Vegas lines and point spreads and all that kind of stuff in my arguments and whatnot, but Vegas is right a whole lot of the time. Like Ve- Vegas is right on the number way more often than not. Like it is, it is very rare that they just have massive miss or just like crazy shifts in what they predict. Versus, I don't know how they do it. It's literally almost witchcraft how they come up with lines that are so commonly just right on the dot. Um, and it's it's very clear in Vegas who the like who the better team is. Alabama is about a it, it's a double digit. Uh, if they were just to go head versus head, Florida State, they're about a double digit favorite. Um, I don't know exactly where that would shake out, but it'd be about 12 points. Okay. That's considerable. Here's like the, that. here's the problem though. Here's the problem though. Okay. We can't use Vegas line, like Vegas lines. Oregon was favored by double digits. Against oh, that's true. Against Washington this past That's week. true. Georgia was favored by Bama this past weekend. You know, like, that's so true. the whole, like saying, I mean, what's the we we play the games for a reason, correct? Okay. Well, you're you're that's just like point number two of my fa- multifaceted okay. my multifaceted. So that that's kind of actually all rolled into the first point of that, based on perception, which is a huge chunk of reality. Um, Bama is the more feared opponent. Who is who has a possibility of winning the playoff? It is so unlikely with the quarterback situation and everything as it is. It is almost unfathomable for Florida State to go in and win the play the playoff. You know who was who that was also said about though? No. Ohio State in the first playoff. Well, okay, but let me do a little counter here. I don't know who was fifth sitting out. I, I actually would be interesting to go see. I believe was. it was actually so I believe that Ohio State. Oh, it was State Baylor and TCU. Team. Uh, yes, 
They were both one thinking, loss. I may I might have my years mixed up. I was thinking that was the year Ohio State had two losses, won the Big Ten championship, and Penn State with one loss got left out. Yeah. No, um I don't know. Ohio State had one loss. Okay, so um, maybe Penn State had two, but beat Ohio State, and that's yeah. why they were upset. But anyway, go ahead. That's a good that may that very well may be true. Yeah, but uh, that Ohio State team also had just won the conference championship by like seventy points. Like, oh, I agree. But here's the issue too: if is... Florida State had beat Louisville by sixty points, I think I don't think they get left out. I I legitimately believe that. Oh no, I I agree. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, too, is everyone arguing the uh, whole, like, third-string quarterback thing. The The big thing Florida State, I keep hearing, is, like, the backup quarterback, at least, would be back for the playoff. Yeah. So it would not yeah. be that. And, like, obviously, he's not as good as Jordan Travis, but he is a big step up from their third-string guy. Yeah, from that guy that played the other night because he mm-hmm. was. He was bad. But also, and here's what's interesting, I think, is Florida State would be playing Michigan – which I will say this Florida state's defense, obviously Louisville's offense isn't the best, but Florida state's defense all year is pretty. It's awesome. It's it's awesome. And arguably that would be a very good matchup for Florida state. If they're going to be in the playoff, Michigan would be a good matchup for them. I think. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. So this Um, whole, like, Oh, they're, they would have just gone and got smacked. I mean, you can say that all you want, but there's no, like, I mean that's that's why we play the games, right? I mean there's yeah. there has to be and this is where what I'm getting at and we we can keep going back and forth but what I'm getting at is college football as it is right now is a very flawed system and it has been because that's what think about it years and years ago this is what would happen. We didn't we didn't even play a national championship game. Oh we, yeah. We awarded national championships based off of some sports writers saying, we think this is the best team, you know? And they just voted yeah. it before they even play bowl games, which is why you have schools that claim national championships in years where they lost their bowl game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, while we're on that, I mean, I've been pro-Bama in this last little bit, but Bama has some absolutely outrageous claims for national titles. Like, they, their numbers are way in Where they've had, like, like, where they had three or four losses, yeah. Yeah, where they were not one of the top five teams like if you're number one number two maybe even some years like number three i could see like a legitimate claim but if you're not one of those true teams then you have but yeah no so very good point we are an extremely flawed sport that is moving more towards equity i guess or like some some kind of uh, something like that. I don't know exactly the word for it. I think we will be with twelve teams. You will be at a point where, and I don't want to. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I have a point about this too. But with twelve teams, I think everyone is in agreement. No one will. The number thirteen team will not be complaining about. I mean, they might complain about not getting in the playoff, but they do not realistically think they have a shot at winning the national championship. Because yeah. as we've said, like this year is an anomaly in the fact that there probably are five or six teams you could argue have a chance at winning in the national championship yeah so you, but but definitely not the six teams after that i don't think anyone yeah. is arguing that go ahead this is just such a 
it has finally happened in the final year of the four team playoff where they really backed ourselves into a corner of like actually having to make a very difficult decision. I feel like for the most part, it really hasn't been that difficult. Um, it's been just kind of work. Like, like we said, it's worked itself out for the most part. Like it's been, it's become pretty obvious who like the four teams need to be. And there's been a little bit this, you know, this decision down downstream of like, you know, sometimes there's a four versus a five or, you know, even that might have a legitimate claim at, at four, but for the most part, it's been pretty obvious who needs to be in. Um, and they, they really did. They put themselves in a real pickle here. Um, also by even how they did all their prior rankings, which I think is funny, which obviously their prior rankings don't mean anything. Like yeah, because they, they had were. Florida State at four when Jordan yeah. Travis was already hurt. Yeah, exactly. They literally moved them back for two teams that were seven and eight. Um, so uh, it's just hilarious. Like the committee does know really is governed by no one. Like it's not like they don't have to answer to anyone. And you kind of saw the effect of that. They didn't answer to anyone. They just did what they wanted and they wanted Bama in. Um, I wanted Bama. Like, I want to watch Michigan versus Alabama. Like, I would have felt cheated, literally cheated as a non, a certainly, I'm the farthest thing from a Bama fan. I would have felt cheated if I didn't even get to watch, like, Alabama and Michigan play. Like, I would have felt, it would have felt insincere. It would have felt, like, un, un-American almost. To not have an SEC team, at least just in the playoff. Right. And um, well, you know what's funny too is so here's the other issue I have. If you're saying so what we're saying right now is the we are not taking the most deserving teams, correct? That is we're not doing that. Because if that were the case, I feel like you would be taking an undefeated an undefeated conference champion would be getting in. Yeah. But I would say, but even even to that point. I would say a SEC champion is more deserving than anyone. Winning the SEC is the hardest thing you can do in college football. Yeah, but that's again based off perception, and especially this it's is based this on is reality. What's funny. All right, well, I got do some think... stats for you. I got some stats for you. Go ahead. The SEC, there's been a total of twenty-seven playoff games played 27 in the nine years there's three a year there's two semifinals and one final game the sec has won 14 of them over half of the playoff games have been won by sec teams yeah and that's all that they can even win like they probably could have won more if they were in the other like they just weren't in some games um because there's only four teams I'm just saying the SEC has earned its seat at the table, essentially, is what I'm saying. Like the the SEC champion has earned a spot in the playoff because they have consistently been the best conference. Because they've consistently put a, a comp like their conference champion has stood up year and year. Okay, out. but the issue is I that's that's all good. But if we're talking about deserving, like how does an undefeated power five conference champion not get in when Alabama, well, what? they I, had their, what no, 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 wait. So Alabama, essentially that. Alabama already played Texas. 
yeah. and lost. Texas, therefore, Texas is a better team. Texas is closer to a national championship than Bama should be. That is a de- that should have been a de facto playoff game almost. If we obviously we, we could have had if other teams lost in other places, then yeah, Bama deserves a spot. Whatever. Yeah. But if you're if you're saying the four well, and and I kind of got off track because what I was saying was if you're saying the four best teams, would you also like I would consider Georgia one of the four best teams. Oh yeah, and that that's a fun little that's a so fun that's where little I'm like okay, the argument that... what are you what are you doing because you're saying we want the four best teams. Well, if it was really just the four best teams, you would have probably left Washington out or Texas out, probably Texas. I don't know though. You can't keep Texas out because they beat Alabama. So, yeah, but it's a that does get to a really once you start going fully on perception or fully on who is the best, it does get you in a really it gets you in some really tight spots. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't say definitively Georgia's one of the best. Like they have been for the last several years, and they were really good this year. But I they didn't you do pulled... anything. I think most people are putting Georgia over Texas and Washington. If you pulled yeah. them right now. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, let's go back to like, not let's go back to Vegas. Like Georgia would be favored against those. Teams. Yeah. See, and that's a great, that's another great point. It's like, you know, this whole, like, Oh, this team would be favored by this much. Okay. Well, that's a problem. The problem with that is yeah. Georgia will probably be favored to over pretty much all of them, all of them, you know? They might even be favored yeah. against Bama again because it'd be yeah. a, a rematch. It, that's a funny thing, too, about how timing works out in the season because, like, Bama and Georgia play the very last game and one of them gets left out. But Bama and Texas play way or way second game of the season and, you know, they both make it in, which mm-hmm. I, I actually do agree. I believe it should be based on maybe not like the last games, the last like four games have to matter a lot when I think of like actual playoff, because I, that's how you're actually playing as a team when the playoff is. It's like interesting. It, you say that. Yeah. Well, Cause how close, how close were we to seeing Bama with a second loss before yeah. they head to the SEC championship? Well, if they had, then it would have been over. Like, I know. Yeah, I know. And that's what I see. Look again, I'm, I have Bama in my playoff when I, when I, was looking at the teams. I want Bama in there because I do think they're they're better than Florida State. But again, that is there's a flawed system because we're getting into who we think is the best, who we think is deserving, which one is it? I mean, do you think do you think Florida State is better than Auburn? I mean, I think at night in Jordan Hare, it might be a pretty close game. <laughs> Um, it's hard to say. Like that's a really hard one for me because like rivalries are. Didn't New so Mexico easy. State beat Auburn at Jordan Hare the week before by like thirty one? Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying, dude. Like we're we're saying this as if and like don't get me wrong, Alabama's had the best dynasty ever the past fifteen years or whatever it's been. Yeah. But I mean the fact that early or again early in the season, but whatever you squeak by a USF team. And then you go, I mean, really the Auburn game is the big one, right? Auburn comes off a 31-point loss to New Mexico State. Okay, maybe they got they got fired up. I mean, did you not get fired up? You're obviously a lot more talented than they are. You're in a way better situation. You got Nick Saban has been there forever. You got Hugh Freeze in his first year there at Auburn. And you need a fourth and 31 touchdown pass to beat them? Yeah. 
yeah that's uh that is that was so crazy i know <laughs> like isn't, isn't it funny how and now they got past that they got that one play and now they're my legitimate i mean i well i mean i'm riding michigan all like hard you know that i'm a michigan man but like it would not surprise me at all if alabama won the play won the next it, it wouldn't either yeah i wouldn't be surprised either um now this gotta be michigan's year though if they're ever gonna win it it's gotta be now it's gotta be mm-hmm. i just think a, a big issue i've had with this 14 playoff is originally the playoff was created because we were leaving out teams that were deserving to go but like just we're we were basically saying you don't have a chance because we're gonna pick these other teams and then you do yeah. that again here by saying look basically acc hey florida state we know five years ago when lsu was super hot and clemson was winning national championships and florida was still florida and you made this schedule it looked insane and then you came and went undefeated but they didn't end up being as good as they were we think the acc sucks so you don't get to you don't get to go yeah it is a crazy the fun the, it's, it's all so funny too because the it literally is over after this year like they aren't setting a precedent or anything because it's done. Like this was literally one big just like move of power to say no. It is a it, it throw out everything. It literally is a we think Alabama is better. Is that right? Is that wrong? I do not know and we will never know because they will not play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is a statement to say we think Alabama is better and has a higher chance to win the play- win the playoff. Um, and it is nice that we do have the playoff because think about like Texas and Alabama are awesome challengers in what would have been a Michigan versus Washington play like national championship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would have been okay. You know, it would have been fun. I would have watched it entertaining, but like having Texas and Alabama in a 14 playoff, like, I think it has served its purpose. It, It is, it's, it is terrible. Like Florida's dude, if, if that had happened to Arkansas, I'm not kidding. I'm in jail. Like, I don't know what kind of protest I'm firing or what kind of I would I would be behind bars um, if they did this to Arkansas um, in some form or fashion. Like, I would feel so cheated and they should. But I don't I'm not a Florida State fan. And I don't have to think that I want to watch Bama versus Michigan and the nation. The nation wants to watch that. Um, yeah. So. Good on the committee. Good for the health of the sport. For the game, baby. For the grow the game. A couple more things I'm going to throw at you. Okay. So I'm going to go back to my my little Ohio State point because you did mention Cardell Jones. Yeah, they won like 59 or they won like 59 or 70 on Wisconsin in that Big Ten championship. Yeah. What if uh, I think it was Braxton Miller, then it was JT Barrett. So let's say Braxton Miller's hurt. Let's say JT Barrett plays the Big Ten championship game that year. And they win maybe similar fashion. Maybe they win by 30 or 40, whatever. Say he has his injury at the end of that game. Does Ohio State get left out because the committee says, oh, well, their backup's gone. You know, there, there's no way. There's no way this third string guy can come in and win a playoff game against Bama. Yeah, that is kind of – maybe. I mean – Because that's, that's the thing. We don't even – because the problem is, is – don't get me wrong. This guy, yeah, third string guy at Florida State, it's, it's not happening. 
But if you're telling me that like the second stream guy, Rudemaker or whatever, who's all right, can't go, they can't go play Michigan's game of like slow, run the ball, play defense. I mean, I'm just saying like, it is not as black and white as people are trying to make it to be like, that matches up well for Florida State. That would be what they would want to do with their quarterback out is run the yeah. ball, play defense, have a slow game, have a chance. Yeah. Real shame. <laughs> Real shame. Like, must suck. <laughs> I can't even – I'm telling you, dude. Like, trying to even – putting myself in that – in my shoe – in those shoes of, like, going undefeated and getting left out of the playoff is so hard to swallow. Like it would just be, I couldn't. I I would lose. I would, yeah. I would, ta- I would tailspin. I don't. I mean, even know thank what goodness I would do. it didn't happen to me. Like, and that's what that's the thing, right? Is no one really has like cares about it until it happens to you. Until you get screwed, and like it hasn't happened to us. Obviously, we haven't been in that position. Um, the the last point, I think the last point I'll make. You did mention like how it doesn't make it doesn't really uh uh set a precedent because this is the last season of the 14 playoff. The only thing I'm thinking about that though, is uh, it is going to somewhat matter if you're taking this precedent against the ACC saying they're just like that much weaker. What about when next year, top four ranked conference champions get a buy and you throw in, you throw in like a one loss or two loss conference champ over the ACC champ or what if uh uh not that this would matter quite as much because we're talking late but like hey if you're it, it does matter for like recruiting and stuff say Florida State does all right next year and they're like fringe they're like probably somewhere between 11 and 14 they go 10 and 2 and guess what they get ranked 13 and SEC gets like a 9 and 3 team in there you know <laughs> That would be a uh, that would be almost too much. That would be if they get thirteenth next year. That would be the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> um, truly in see next year they're almost gonna be like throwaway spots at the end. It's like, all right, yeah, how are we gonna so. set this tiebreaker? Um, well, Florida State got screwed last year, so just put them at twelve. And like that's the thing. Like I know, I mean, I don't think. I don't foresee a situation where like a number 12 team is going to be winning the natty in this new playoff. But again, I mean, this is sports. That's why we play. We've seen crazy things happen. We've seen 16 seeds be one seeds in basketball, yeah, but I would say it's unlikely. Like it's unlikely, but my point is like stuff like that does matter when you're talking about recruiting, you know, yeah. it's yeah, like, Hey, no, sure. we went to the playoff this year. Like I know we were number 12, but you know, we play on the biggest stage still. And if we get a couple more guys in like you, you know, we're going to move even farther up and we could, we got a chance to win a national championship because we're in the hunt, you know? All right. I got a, a little scenario All right. to pose to you. So say, say Clemson is the team that goes undefeated in the ACC and wins the championship. Are they in? Are you saying if they did that this year? Yeah. If they were the ACC team that was undefeated conference champion, are they in? Well, okay. Well, yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, like, well, but the, the whole point for Florida State not getting in is because Jordan Travis is injured, correct? Um, that is the, yeah, that is true. That is the main argument. But I would also say that they were kind of positioning themselves to do it. Like, they might have done it even if he was healthy. Like, that would have been crazy. God. It gave them, it gave the committee the perfect out. 
It literally gave the committee the perfect it out because, because they could get, they I could still get think Texas I and Bama s- in. They could get Texas and Bama in, mm-hmm. have the set up the great matchups that they got, and they could just kind of use the excuse of the quarterback getting hurt to not really have to deal with the actual arguments for why Florida State should be in. Like they could just be like, yeah, that's pretty good, but no quarterback. Sorry, you're out. Yeah. Which is well, and that's the thing too, because I do think I think that that Bama team I saw play Georgia is better than a, a Jordan Travis-led Florida State team. Yeah. Like, regardless. So, that's, that's but what that's saying. what – that, that would have been – I mean, I don't know. Like, that, that would have been tough to do. So, all right. Especially because assuming if, crazy if Jordan, thing. If Jordan it, Travis plays, they win that they win that conference championship game much more soundly, and it's like you win the ACC championship by three touchdowns or something. That's going to be tough to – So this is why they got even just – dude, they got screwed from every angle imaginable because say in a normal scenario – so say Alabama lost in week two to some pack – they played – they played USC in week two and lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and USC went on to be, you know, decent, but it wasn't not tech, just someone other than Texas, not a bad, bad loss, but like someone not Texas. Mm. So then in the end, let's say you put up a one loss Alabama SEC champion. I think if it had not been Texas that they had lost to, Florida State gets in over a one loss Texas. But Bama still gets in the playoff as well. Uh, I do too because yeah, well, because look at the Texas resume. Then Texas, if they don't play Bama, they play some you know mediocre team, and then what's their good win? Kansas yeah. State. All right, Maybe. yeah, that's true. Even if they had a great win in the week two, like say they still had an awesome out of conference win. Mm-hmm. Um, I just am saying, like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I probably agree with. Yeah, I probably agree with you. Like they put you're like saying you're not, they put Bama and Florida State in, they leave Texas out. That that is why they got screwed because Bama, a one loss SEC champion, Bama, who just beat Georgia, was always going to get in the playoff. Like that that Bama was never the real art. Like the real reason they got screwed is because Texas just happened beat, to beat Bama. Beat Bama, yeah. And they're yeah. the only ones that did it. And that, that means they earned it. You know, they also won almost all of the other games, but they have a worse loss. You know, they they like Oklahoma's not fantastic. No, um they're very average. But also slightly above of, average, maybe. So it's just it's just crazy how it, it is really crazy how it all went down. Just gotta gotta kinda love it and enjoy it and enjoy the flawedness of college football, especially because like, you know, college basketball is arbitrary too, but like if you're a bubble team, you aren't that good. Like you easily could have not been a bubble team. By being, you didn't do that much, like to prove yourself. It's so rare. It's happened. I remember Syracuse doing it like a few times. There's actually been, okay, it's not that rare. There's been a few 11 seeds that have recently kind of made a pretty good run. But it's just, you know, that's part of basketball. It's a whole different, whole different sport. There are not 64 teams worthy of a like football playoff spot, truly, um, in any sense of the fashion. Like you kind of know which teams are bad. but just funny too, man. Just funny how it went down. Just funny, and it's up to like thirteen old dudes, and I guess there there actually maybe some women on the committee. But um, that that'd be. I, I mean, yeah, was, and like I mean, I think I think 
there's not 12 legit teams that have a chance of winning a national championship, but you're able to, I mean, first of all, you're going to make a ton of money off of it, right? Yeah, that's, awesome. that's the main thing. Awesome. But also, I mean, you give the, Hey, Liberty, they're undefeated. So they'd have a, they'd have a playoff spot if this was a 12 team playoff, you know? Yeah. And... You know what would have been fun? You know what would have been fun? Just throw it out. Like the committee is bound to no one. We've already been talking about that. Like, yeah, you know what, guys, it. we're going to go for a six team playoff. We're going to throw in Georgia and Florida State and, um, you know, Michigan, Washington. Y'all have a bye. Good job. You know, you, you know, great seasons. Uh, the rest of you guys, you're going to play. And uh, and then we'll start the 14 playoff from there or go eight teams. Like, why not go rogue and be like, hey, you know what? This year we got eight good teams. Eight team playoff. Like, let's do it. Why, why wait? Like, why not just kind of say, ah, you know what? Screw it. We're doing it. And if you want to be, if you want to compete for the national championship, you're going to do it. If not, you can sit it out. Like, I don't really matter. To yeah. Me. What's, what's your argument going to be? Like, you don't want to play. That's like. Just yeah. saying, like, why couldn't, why couldn't they just do that? Like, that would have been the funnest thing ever for it to go to like the playoff show. And they're like, psych, 18 playoff. Like, you're all in. Everyone would have been going crazy. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. That would have been. They had one chance to do that, and they just botched it. No one would have been mad. No, no one would have been mad, especially if you did a six-team. That way the first top two teams even get a bye. And so it's kind of like does give guess them. What you I have... mean, I guess Ohio State fan because I was counting Georgia as number six. Like technically, Ohio State fans can be mad, but they can go. They can go. Like whatever. You, yeah. You didn't even win. You literally couldn't win the one game that mattered. Kyle McCord's hitting the transfer portal. Y'all are. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Dude, I'm wondering if uh, there's like some people talked about Day complaining about him or not or not gonna play him in the bowl game or whatever. What if there's actually just some coaching uh, changes going on there? Um, the, the most, the rumor that like, I mean, I don't know if it's real or what, but hit Ryan day going to the NFL. Yeah. That's what I'm I mean. Hearing, yeah. I'm hearing whisperings of that. Um, true whisperings. I do not expect, like, I don't know anything, but could, could, I mean, it's, there's, there's lots of noise. I mean, there's lots of players moving. Like they've Did lost the, a lot. Of, they've already lost. I think I last count. Julian I Fleming was eleven, um, in like the first day, which is a huge number. Like they did all the top ten teams, and they had far and away the most. Dude, I'm watching. Are you watching that Monday night game? I'm just casually <laughs> watching this Monday night football game, but yeah. that was one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just no reason uh, for Tyler Boyd to try to make that throw. See, that's why football matters, man. At the end of the day, like seeing stuff like that, that is unimaginable almost to just do that in prime time is awesome. That's so stupid. That was so dumb. That was terrible. So what they did for the audience listening, I'm sure you'll see this. I'm sure you've seen it by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. So he throws a backwards pass for the receiver to throw a pass. And the receiver throws one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. The running back's throwing his hands up 
Like, what are you doing? He's trying to throw it back across the field. That's not even a good – I should have really practiced for my play-by-play. Who was that, Josh Allen for the Jags? He almost dropped it, too. He almost didn't yeah, catch it. Yeah, he almost dropped it. It was so Man, right to him. He was so probably surprised. We should get – um. you know what I think would be cool, though? And, and this is – I think we should, like, Twitch react to uh, games. Like, you know um, how to set that up? What's that? Do you know how to set that up? No, no, I don't at all. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. I'm sure I could figure it out. Oh, yeah. We but just like, it. I mean, like, that's what people sit and do and people watch that, like, just get really good, kind of like a commentator, but more fun and like just actually not bound by like a network or anything. I like, can actually say, well, I mean, Barstool does it. Like, they do live show, like, live shows. Like, we could be good at that. Like, I know that's the most cliched thing for like a dude to say like oh i could totally do that but no i mean we we legitimately could sit there and have actual pretty fun entertaining commentary during an actual like football game yeah i agree with that but maybe we do it maybe we try it out for a bowl game or something yeah that's that's a good point it's the off season it's time to get in the lab i mean it's about you know what i did have and i had this dude i had the saddest just kind of feeling come over me saturday that like I was excited. I was really – it was a fun conference championship Saturday. Like, it there was were great. a lot of – It was great. And I was just – So many games mattered. I was, like, I was like, oh, man. There's a lot of football left this year, but the Razorbacks don't play for, like, 270 days. Like, I got a long way to go for more Razorback football. Um, And it was just kind of like, uh, it's been it's been a really – nationally it's been very fun personally it was a torturous fall just like one of my least favorite falls in terms of razorback football really well i can't even say that we've had some really bad ones so it just falls in line with some of the real bad ones but every saturday i just woke up excited to watch the razorbacks you know i don't even i really don't even care that we were not favored to win a lot of the like you know, we went in knowing we were going to lose quite a few of the games and others we should have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Still, every day I woke up on Saturday and just had that joy inside of me. The Razorbacks could get a win today. Uh, and I just kind of woke up and was having a good Saturday morning doing some things, you know. And then I was just like, oh, man. There are a lot of days in between now and my next Razorback football game. Um. So just kind of, you know, the postseason and there's no bowl for our, for me to look forward to. We're that bad. So that's even kind of I mean, it's a strategic advantage for us because we're already I'm already three weeks into next season. So, yeah. like, I'm you know, I'm already it, we're full steam ahead. So we don't even have to think about a bowl game, especially not like like last year. It's, it was almost a distraction to go play in the Liberty Bowl because it was like we kind of suck. We're like trying to hold the ship together of like players are already transferring out and like we're trying to recruit new players, but at the same time, we're trying to field a team and go play a bowl game in Memphis. It's not like we're not even, ex- no one's excited about it. It was just like a lead down, like just it was, it was kind of refreshing to not even, like I'm not even, I'm, I'm here fully. I, I'm riding the Michigan. Uh, I, I've argued a lot and said a lot about Alabama. I am riding the Michigan band. Like I am on, like I am full steam ahead. Like feed me Bama, feed me Bama. I would love nothing more. 
Um, it, the funniest way that all this gets turned on its head and the fun, just funniest, funniest, funniest way that this ends is Alabama loses to Michigan and Florida State beats Georgia. That would just be, oh, oh, that would be so incredible. That would be so, in, that would just be hilarious. It wouldn't really be great for the SEC. Not a good look, but it would be funny look. for me. I personally. have to assume that there's going to be a lot of players sitting out that Georgia game at least. Yeah. Probably. Florida State, honestly, probably not. They're probably like, screw this. We're gonna get an undefeated season. Well, like, that's kind of the thing. Like you would you would think there it and it can always go one or two. I'm not ways. even yeah, and I don't I've never been a fan of the whole like they like teams not getting up for bowl games. I was like, dude, I mean it's still if, if you're sitting out, yeah, that's one thing. This, but you have the same opportunity. Like whether you do or not, it's kind of internal. It's up to you. Like at the end of the day, if you're a player on that field, you're going one on one. And what are you like? Not, I mean, are you not trying? I mean, you're yeah. going to, you're still trying to like beat the guy in front of you. At well, least. that is kind of the thing about a machine like Georgia is that like whoever wants to play or like whoever wants to be there will probably find the field. And yeah, their 85th scholarship guy is a really good player. Yeah. Like anyone that they have on their roster. And that's a great showcase for other guys. You know, I, it's just that's not a. They have the luxury of having some some depth, just some actually talented depth. Um, yeah, that, it'll just be fun. Oh, it would be funny if they both lost. It'd be funny. It was all. It's all just um, as someone who is just totally down and out. Yeah, on just, the outside. Oh well, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all I've I've been really enjoying kind of just the the discourse, the true just talk around college football this whole weekend was all time. Truly maybe the greatest weekend of just discourse, of just back and forth, of just talking, of just opinions, of takes. It was maybe the greatest college football weekend ever of discourse. Like there was so much action going on at like 10 a.m. on Sunday morning, uh, several hours before the playoff, with just people talking about everything, all oh, possible. Yeah. Like it was just epic. Dude, I tuned people in Sunday morning. Dumb. I flip on Twitter and some random vault Twitter guys holding a space, and you have got middle aged men from all like all different fandoms. Like you had a Georgia guy in there, you had a Vandy guy in there, Ole Miss, South Carolina, just like some SEC dudes, like in their 50s just arguing and hearing the most outrageous outrageous arguments oh that is a great thing no take no take is is too far like you can say whatever you want that's what the committee did yeah the committee just had a take like they just that was their take bama's in i personally yeah. agree with the take i think it was best for the sport um, it will be fun for my Michigan Wolverines to dismantle Saban. Um, you think, man, 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 I just want him to retire. Like if he had, if it took him winning this one, I'm good. I'd let him have it. Give it to him. If he, if he said right now, like if I win this national championship, I will retire. I would do anything in my power to make sure Bama would win. I would switch. 
I would not be. I would be. I would switch. High Michigan man. If he announces, that's a great. Wow, what a coach move to do that right before the playoff to say, "Hey, I'm going to retire at the end of the season. Give your boys a little extra." Uh, if we win. Oh yeah, that's a good way. to Well, do that's it. a weird dynamic. No, no, no. you just say, "I'm going to retire at the end of the season," so the players are all like, "Oh, we got to win it. We got to win it." Win so it he for goes Saban. Out on yeah, top. you want to. Oh God. That old man. That old man just. I've said some pretty dark, like not even like in the most absolutely most respectful way possible, like in true respect to how good he is of a football coach. I cannot, I cannot, I, I, I cannot wait till he dies. Cause I think that's the only way to get him off the sideline. Only, only death will put an end to him. <laughs> and that's like and i will i will mourn like i have the utmost ultimate respect for nick saban so like he's just been so good the problem like, is he's in good shape like yeah, he's not like it's not it's not like he needs to retire it's just a. It's it's purely off of him burning out or just feeling like you know it's what it's time. Shape. You know what I did hear him admit for the first time, like I've ever heard maybe that he was exhausted. Did you hear that clip of him? It was that SEC. It was after the SEC championship. I watched part of it. I didn't, I didn't see that like, part. No, he was just like, yeah. I, they asked him some kind of stupid, silly questions. Like, no, straight up with you, I'm exhausted, and I I believe it. Like. He's been locked in, dude. That's why he's the. That's why he's the goat, dude. People were writing them off. People like me, maybe. I I don't know exactly what maybe I said we about did. him. But I, I, pro- I probably did. But yeah, when when they like almost like lost to USF, probably, but they lost to Texas. They almost lost to USF. I was probably like, yeah, no, they're not. They're not. This actually is the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what that a is fool. true. Like, like we finally got to the downfall, and we just were so wrong. He might be gearing up to win the next three. Yeah, he could. Be. Yeah, I want to. I want to cry. At least they're not in our division anymore, so I don't have to play them every year. That's a positive. Yeah, because what? There's only what do you have? Three permanent opponents now. Yeah, Arkansas plays. I believe. I don't know if they fully set the permanent opponents, to be quite honest. There's probably like AM. Ours is, I believe it was Texas, Missouri, and Ole Miss, maybe. Oh, okay. That makes sense, too. I don't, they haven't, no, to be honest, Will, I don't think they've released per- it, they've said that fully. Yeah. Because I could definitely see AM or LSU, or honestly, I could see them. Like, we're pretty close to Oklahoma. Like, it really wouldn't be the worst thing we just don't have any history with them and i mean they're gonna keep us with missouri which is kind of unfortunate but whatever yeah next year arkansas plays tennessee ole miss lsu and texas all at home yeah i was gonna say that's that tennessee like a, game's in fayetteville Might have that's to... a dream that's a dream home schedule when is uh they don't have dates for you do they they'll come out uh 10 days from now december okay. 14th Nice, nice schedule release, but yeah, that Arkan that Hogs and Vols game is gonna have to be. I mean, I'll be there. I'll be there. Well, when is it actually? No, we don't know. Dang it! I just asked that. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh man, 
Maybe that's the trip we need to lock in. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I mean, the March mat, like, well, we can get we can get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to cover real quick before we head out? Uh, Titans suck. Yeah, they suck. That was a one of the. I was really had a nice, pleasant Sunday. Like, I went to church. Then I came home and got a run in and then just sat down and got to watch. Like, I got there right about the start of the second quarter and was just like, you know, I'm, I have no real expectations. I'm just going to enjoy watching the Titans. You know, I, I don't get to just sit by myself and just hang out and chill and watch, you know, the Titans all that often. Um, I just wanted to enjoy it. And I did enjoy it. I mean, it was pretty pleasant um, in terms of just sitting there. But the Titans are terrible. Two punts, two punts blocked in a row. Dude, they where he just got like smashed. He destroyed, yeah. Watching your punter get smashed. Notice how like fast they got back there for them to literally be on his leg, like when he kicks it. They got there immediately. Yeah. They didn't even get touched. Yeah. Well, anyway, no, nah, that, that's all I had to say on that. Season shot. Yeah. And I'm I'm worried. I I still I don't think Will Levis is good. <laughs> I don't either. I think he's fine. He has a good I do arm think he does some I, good things, but like he's, he's not fine. A good quarterback. He's fine. I don't think he's gonna start anywhere else when he's done here. I, yeah, I don't think that is my take. Anyone can disagree. That's fine. That's fine. But my take is I just don't. Nah, I don't see it. The problem is, I don't even know. The Titans suck. It's kind of frustrating. I, although, uh, on a positive note, I can't wait for Christmas Eve at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I will too. And I actually kind of hope we're even worse. That way I can definitely get in for free. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be middling. I mean, I guess if it like a playoff spot were on the line, but that's, we've passed that. That's not happening. I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm pretty sure I've got, I'll, I'll have tickets. <laughs> oh, good. good to know. I'm going to make an assumption that a couple people close to me are going to be not, are going to have other obligations on that day. Yeah. So, I mean, the only other thing that's the main thing, which is just so funny how this happens at the same time of the year, like the transfer portal has opened, it it's opened so nuts. officially today, actually, right? Yeah. Like today was the first official day besides like guys whose coaches got fired and stuff like that. Like they've had ability to enter, I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess so. Just what an insane thing that they unleashed on college sports. The trans like transfers were always part of the game. But there were, you know, it was a little more strict. It was a little more like one time only, you know, two times upon true, like crazy situations, stuff like that. Yeah. And back in the day, you sat out a year. Yeah. You had to sit out a year. Um, mm -hmm. And so it actually brought, it was a little heavier, but man, it is just, and it, it, every cycle, every transfer portal cycle just like throws in your face a little bit more of how insane it's gotten, where just like, Everyone's leaving the, the NCAA and maybe I would love to do a deeper. We'll, we'll go into this kind of in the off season at some point. 
Yeah. But they screwed the pooch so bad by introducing NIL and everything at the exact same time. They just let the transfer portal go crazy. Um, yeah. They just botched it so bad. It would have been so simple. So simple to do a little bit of revenue sharing with athletes. To do just a little bit. Hey, you get an extra $1,500 stipend on top. Athletes get treated really well at Power 5 institutions. Like, let's not let's not pretend that, like, they don't get anything. Like, they get room and board, an education, which used to mean something. Um, and they get meals. It's a value. Like, when you're talking about it, one of the – one of the few appreciating assets is literally like a degree. Yeah. Plus you get like your meals education. and everything paid for you nutrition, mm-hmm. you get clothes, like you get hooked up, like you have everything available to you. But I also understand that like, they also put in a lot of work like that and a lot of hours and all, all this stuff. And they do generate the sport. They generate they play, revenue. Yeah. Especially football, like generates revenue. So like, I'm all for a chunk of that going back to the players. I have no but but you can't tell me it wouldn't have been so much easier and so much cleaner and so much more defined if it was just like, yeah, every athlete gets, a like I said, two grand a month. Like, if you're on the football team, that's your revenue share. Like, the the star quarterback gets the same as the long snapper. Like, it, it's just, it's equal. It's, all, like, we all part of generating this, um, you know. But we just got so... Um, well, they had to still figure out a way to figure out NIL, though. Yeah, but they because there they, is something to they be did said not figure about out a good way. No, yeah, they didn't figure it out, and they didn't put any rules on it to start off. So it was like whatever, free for all, make as much money as you want. And now that left loopholes for boosters to be like, yeah, be in this commercial, and we'll give you a million dollars or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, it's just such a it's a funny, funny, funny thing too. Because name image likeness is saying like you can profit off of your, um, yeah, your likeness, your name. But your name outside of the top maybe 20 players in college football, your name is solely determined how much value it has by what jersey you put on. It, it's, it's like, I mean, yeah, if you're a good player on a certain team, it may be worth more. But like, let's just say a receiver at Alabama. He's worth more because he has Alabama. Like he's worth more because he's an Alabama football player. Like it was never about a personal. They don't have personal brands really, outside of a very few, few, few limited guys. Like Johnny Manziel. Yes, he should have been able to profit off his autograph because it was worth something. Like because people wanted it. Mm-hmm. Like no one really cares about most of the. A ninety-five percent of college football players are relatively unknown outside of one fan base, and that's only because they play on that team. Um, so it was like you can make money off your name and image and likeness, but it's all—it's solely determined off of you being on our team. Like it's just—it's so convoluted on how uh, how they set it up. It was so—it was very poor, very poor. But do you think there's I, any chance they reel it back? Is there a pos- is there a way to do that now that you've like just unleashed it? I don't think. So. I mean, I really, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have some kind of like, I don't know how you do it. You just I don't know how you do it. I mean, I guess they can set rules if they want to. I don't. I don't know what crazy. that looks like, but it seriously is crazy how that in the portal 
opened at the same time and just created this mega, like, just collab of insanity. Well, you got guys getting in, like, bidding wars for guys who aren't even that good. Guys who aren't even that good. And that's the problem is now you have these players that are like, I want, you know, school calls to recruit and they're like, all right, I want this much. And it's like, I don't know. You're just, dude, you're focused on the wrong things. Like you're an average player. You need to focus on getting better. Like you need to go to the place that you think you're going to get better at football. So you can go to the NFL and make money for a long time. Cause if you're just chasing the dollar right now and you're not that good. Yeah. Well, you're going to get your money and you're going to be satisfied and that's going to be it, dude. Yeah. And like, I mean, someone made, this is legitimate. Like, so KJ Jefferson hasn't officially announced his decision, but likely probably going to the portal. It's all all signs kind of port, pointing that way. Um, and they were kind of made, they're like, you're not going to get drafted likely this year um, and may never get drafted. I mean, he's already fought four years, five years into playing college football. And like, if you're four years in and you're not, and you've played a lot and you're not getting like draft, uh, you're probably not like year five is not really going to change it. So likely next year is his best year to make money. Like he has a lot of value as a college quarterback. You know, he has name value. He actually has mm. pretty good name recognition he's, and he's a good player. He's a very good, like it would help a lot of teams, like would be an improvement um, at quarterback for a lot of teams. Um, so like, yeah, go, go transfer for your grad year and, and make a million dollars. It might be it might be more than you make ever. Like you might never make a million dollars in a year again. Um, so like, you know, it, it's kind of cool. Like I I'm I'm very pro money. Like I'm not I'm very pro like people making money. It's just kind of it's so convoluted on like where it's go like where it's coming from, where it's going, why it's going to people, or like who it's going through. Mm-hmm. It's a. I would not. I would not want to be like recruiting right now in college football. I think that'd be. Um, I. So a guy I work with knows a assistant baseball coach at a prestigious university. Um, and he was, huh? What's that? I just guess. I guess Vanderbilt, but. Nah, it's at Stanford. Actually, I guess I can say that doesn't matter. No one knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, I heard a I heard a story through the grapevine that basically, you know, he this is college baseball, and he'll call guys that are in the portal. You know, want to recruit them, get them to come to Stanford. And Stanford's kind of in the same boat. Like Stanford's really good at baseball, right? But they don't have they're they don't have the boosters that are going to spend a bunch of money on some baseball player. Like there are schools that'll do that. Stanford's not one of them. Um, especially because baseball's not big on that anyway, but Stanford's definitely not going to do that. Yeah. He'll call guys that are, like, not playing, you know, and he'll pick up the phone. He'll say, hey, we want to come visit you, talk to you. And they'll say, I want 500 grand. And he just hangs up the phone. He's like, this is a waste of time. Like, yeah. you have you have kids just, like, who have no idea what they're worth. And don't yeah. get me wrong. You're worth whatever someone wants to pay you. But then you have some kids that it's like, dude, you're chasing the wrong things right now. You need to worry about getting better. <laughs> yeah, that is a good – and I, some of that, to some extent, the market may kind of settle itself where it is a little bit more like – yeah, there 
there's no reason I shouldn't ask for the world because I might, someone might give it to me. Yeah. Like someone might think I'm worth that much. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you do see like the, the, the rough part of the portal and stuff like that is that a lot of guys end up with no place to go, which I just don't, I never understand how the numbers work because it's like so many enter and only so many come out. Like, I don't, I don't know what normal attrition rates of like, because that's probably pretty high in football regardless is like guys that just kind of drop out like they don't play anymore they either retire or kind of like medically retire or uh, or they graduate in three years and they just stop playing football um like unless you're a nfl prospect that that makes sense like so many like a lot of guys just like there is natural attrition um and maybe some of that's just disguised as guys that are probably done but enter the portal with hopes of maybe getting picked, like maybe I get a good situation and go play a little bit more, but mm-hmm. um, it is just, it's man, it's really interesting to see play out. We're, we're entering, we've already entered it in next year. I think truly cements the new era of college football, especially college sports to a larger extent, but college football, especially with the big conferences um, and you know, this era of NIL and portal stuff, which makes roster constructions vary so much. Like every year going into the year, we do not know as much about like who the better teams are like we used to. Like used to, you knew a team was returning 50 players off a team that was already really good. You know, they're probably going to be good again. Like, but now every team in the sec West has 25 newcomers, mm-hmm. you know, 20 portal guys. Well, maybe this year, Arkansas hits on the portal guys and they're good. And they have kind of a surprising season or like, like this year, Missouri had a few really good. They had a few good returners and then they hit on a few good portal guys. And all of a sudden they have a really good season. Like um, it, it's just, you never really know going like so much is variable going into the year um, of kind of what's actually the status of rosters, like how good rosters look. So it's interesting for sure, but we're just getting started. So yeah, like we said, today is day one of the portal. Um, so I'm sure it'll only grow exponentially. I mean, there's some, just to kind of put the icing on the cake. There's some big name quarterbacks in the portal right now. There's like 10 or 12 that are just big very, names. at the very least, very recognizable names. So, I don't know. It'll be it'll be cool to see where they go. I'm not going to lie and say, like, it is very entertaining to me. And it gives you just, I mean, there's just so much going on year-round now. But it is, yeah, it's gotten out of hand, I guess you could say. Um, but anyway, we might talk about that on another episode as well. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the plan is. We might We might come back next week or we might take a little break come back in the middle of bowl season or come back right before, right after the uh, natty game or some of the, actually that's probably what we'll do. We'll probably do it right around the first playoff game. Maybe do a reaction or a preview and then do one for the natty as well. Yep. Anyway, lots of stuff. I mean, it's, it's a fun time. So the positive of the portal is that it is a fun time. Well, it's a hard time too. We're in the exit stage. So like, I mean, Tennessee's lost a few guys. Um, Arkansas's lost of every team's every team is churning a few like every team's losing 
at minimum, I would say you're losing five guys to the portal, like at at minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and more most teams will probably lose like a bit more than that. Now, some I would say, let's just say you lose ten guys. It's probably like four guys that you know not weren't going to do anything. You know, yeah, there are some. Yeah, haven't weren't contributors. Then probably like you know maybe three guys that were decent, maybe could develop into something. Uh, and then you might lose two guys that were legitimate contributors, you know, something yeah, that's kind of a just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are different levels of like guys you lose in the portal. Um, you lose some just true filler guys. And then you then you just don't want to lose. I, I think the most people you don't want to lose are like actual young contributors, like freshmen that played and played well and that actually have a chance to develop in a year or two to really good players. Like those are the kind of guys you don't want to lose out of your program on a regular time. Like yeah. On a regular basis. But yeah. It's a crazy season for all. Hopefully we'll get into the receiving part of the portal soon and get some good ones. That's a real quick. I will just say I think the Vols uh they had a couple guys enter the portal. No I don't think anyone was that big of a deal. No major contributors. But it was yeah. funny, Vault Twitter was able to contribute uh Yukon's tight end entered the portal. And basically, a bunch of Vault Twitter was just like, hey, this guy was pretty good against us. And then, like, the day after he gets offered, makes a visit. So now all of Vault Twitter is going nuts because they yep. basically made that it's happen. It's funny how that happens that way. Literally playing one I mean, game it, against someone can continue oh, yeah. a lot. Well, I was going to say, even just – I was going to say, it probably did have something to do with everyone saying, hey, this guy's pretty good. We should offer him. And it's like, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe an assistant saw that tweet and said, let me look at this guy's film. Oh, yeah, I do remember this guy. He was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It just takes right. a little something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at paydirt underscore sports, on Instagram at paydirt sports. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. But, yeah, guys, thanks again for listening, and we will keep you all updated on when we will record and release the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pedro out.